Thank you for joining me on Guiding You Podcast. My name is Tanika Washington, and I strongly believe that I have a message today for you, a message that will address some issues that you are going through because God spoke so plainly and so clearly to me about this word and this message about doubt. So today we're going to talk about don't doubt God. And during these times, you'll find yourself doubting what God says, the promises of God. But he's um, telling you today that if you hold fast to his word, believe what he says, and he will do what he said he will do. So today, the title of the message is Don't Doubt God. As I was sitting on my recliner listening to music and just pondering and thinking about the goodness of God, God spoke so plainly to me about doubt. How many times in life have you doubted yourself or have you doubted God? Some doubts have literally led us not to live in our full potential and walk in the full purpose and plan that God has for our lives. And God is telling you this day that no matter what you are faced with, that you should not live in doubt, but that you should hold fast to the word of God, believe what he says and trust him that he is going to accomplish his word. And God wants us to believe that this day, because when we walk in doubt, we sabotage relationships, we sabotage careers, and even our relationship with God, because that means when we're walking in doubt, we don't fully believe that God is able to do what he said he is going to do for us. Doubt shows up in our lives through our insecurities, our inability to trust God. When I looked up the definition of doubt, because I really wanted to understand, God, what is this big deal about doubt? Why are you talking to me about doubt? And God wanted me to have a firm understanding of what is doubt. And doubt is defined as, in the King James Dictionary, as a lack of belief or confidence in something. See, when you begin to doubt God, you lose your confidence in his very character and his very nature that he can do what he promised to do. And that's why the enemy takes doubt, places doubt into our minds, or gets us to believe that God is not capable of doing what he said he is going to do. And then he begins to play off of that and feed us with things saying that if you're struggling with healing, or you're um, struggling and you're sick right now, the one issue of doubt may be that God's not going to heal you. But we know that the promises of God, and it talks about in the Bible how healing is the children's bread, that God wants you to walk in his healing, that he is the Lord thy God that healeth thee. But when the enemy comes in, the very thing that he begins to speak to you is that God is not going to do it, that you are still sick, the situation is getting worse. But God is telling you that this day to believe and trust in him, have confidence in his word. In the word, it says that, He is my confidence. Who is my confidence? Jesus is my confidence. And we have to stand firm on the fact that God says that his word will not return unto him void. So whatever thing that you're looking to God for this day, for him to complete and perform in your life, if it's in accordance with the will of God, if it's a promise that he gave to you within the word of God, he is willing, he is able, he is more capable to do that for us. And sometimes as believers, we get caught up in that doubt. We get caught up because we're looking at our situation and we're not looking up to God, which is in control of every situation. 
Did you know that doubt can negatively affect your faith because doubt causes us not to trust and rely on God? In essence, when we doubt God, we are relying on our own strength and our own reasoning and not on God's supernatural strength and his sovereignty. When we get into doubt, we no longer is believing in God and what he can do, but now we're looking towards our own self, our own thoughts. Well, I'm looking at my situation. My situation is showing me this. I'm not walking in faith anymore because I'm just looking at what I can see. And the Bible, it says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We have to believe and know that this day. God can't do anything with your doubt. God moves in our lives when we trust him and believe that he is capable of doing whatever he has promised and spoken over us. Whatever you are believing God for today, trust that he is going to perform it as long as God spoke his word. We have to take the position of trust. We can't sit back and say, oh, Lord, I don't know if you're going to do it. Um, I heard what you said. I know what my situation looks like, but I don't believe your word. We have to believe God. We have to trust God. We have to sit back, believe that he is going to be faithful to us, that he is going to be consistent with us. And we take and we look at it and we begin to trust God. That's an action that we take. I trust you to come through. I trust you to be there for me. I trust you to work all things for my good. We have to believe and trust him with that. So today, I want you to think about whatever you are believing God for today, trust that he is going to perform it. He says that his word will not return unto him void, but will accomplish what he has desired for it to accomplish. God's word is sure and it is established. If he spoke it, he will do it. So stand firm, unmoved, unwavered. Stand fast on the word of God and that he will perform and fulfill his word. I think about Psalms 12, 6, when it says in the word of God, in the New King James Version, it says that the words of God is flawless. Just like silver being purified in a crucible, just like gold refined seven times over, God says in his word that he watches over his word to perform it. Once he spoke it, that means that he is going to do it because his word will not return unto him void. His word is flawless. It is sure. It is established. So then I just have to walk in belief that he is going to do what he said he's going to do. I'm not going to let the enemy trick me and play with my mind. And make me believe that my God is not a God to come through. Is there anything too hard for God? No, not one thing. We have to believe that there is nothing, no situation, no health crisis, no unbelief. Nothing is too hard for God. We have to trust him and believe that what the Bible says in Jeremiah 1, 12, that God watches over his word to perform it. That reassures us. And it says that he is not a God that should break his covenant or alter or change the words that have gone out of his mouth in Psalms. We have to believe that what God spoken, that he is a covenant keeper. That whatever he's spoken in the word of God over us and his promises. And that's why we have to know the promises. We can't be ignorant of the promises. We have to get in our word and if we need deliverance, we need to find the scriptures on deliverance. 
and begin to speak those scriptures over us and believe those scriptures, not doubt what the word of God says, and he will come through for us. But if we don't know what the Bible says about healing, what the Bible says about deliverance, what the Bible says about facing doubt, if we don't know what the Bible says, then we have nothing to stand on. There is no word to stand on. So that's when the enemy comes and he places that doubt. And we don't want that. We want to trust God, knowing that he is a covenant keeper, knowing that he said he will not alter or change the words that have gone out of his lips. So if he spoke it, he is going to accomplish, complete it, because they will not return unto him void. If he spoke it, it is done. I want you to sit back and receive that word today. Whatever God has spoken, and you know what you have been secretly speaking to God about today. God is telling you today, if he spoke it, it is done. If he said it, he will do it. If he said it, he will accomplish it. If he said it, he will fulfill it. All we have to do is receive it, believe it, and don't doubt God. No devil in hell can reverse or hinder the words of God over your life from accomplishing what God has spoken over you. The enemy knows that. So what he does is place doubt into our minds to disarm you and to weaken your faith because he knows that doubt can hinder and delay the word of God into coming into complete fruition in your life. Doubt is what hinders the move of God in your life. Because God is saying there's some things that he wants to do for you. But if you're doubting him, he can't move in doubt. He moves in faith because faith is movement. When I I have faith in God, I'm moving. I'm doing what he has called me to do. It may not be, I may not comprehend what I'm doing. I may not understand all the ins and outs of why I'm doing it. But when I have faith in God, I begin to move. I begin to believe God for what he's going to do in my life. And we have to get to that point because when we begin to doubt what God has said over us, then we stop moving. And then the enemy comes and he begins to hinder us from doing what God has called us to do. Then once doubt creeps in, then it gives the enemy a place to work. We don't want to give him a place to work. So don't let doubt creep in today. Meditate on God's word day and night, believing, being fully persuaded that God is able to do what he has promised. Let God be your confidence today. Not you be your own confidence, but let God be your confidence. Even when you may not feel confident, you should stand reassured that God will not fail nor forsake you. That we should stand firm on the words of What God said. And the Bible, David, King David, says in one portion of the Bible, he says, I have been young and now and now am I old, but I never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging for bread. That was a powerful word for me because David says that I was young and now I'm old. But one thing I know for sure is that I never seen the righteous forsaking 
nor their descendants begging for bread. That tells you a lot about the God that we serve. That gives me a confidence that I didn't have before. Because I know that God's word says that he will never leave me nor forsake me. So I stand firm on what God says because God is not a God that he should lie. If he said it, it is so. If he said it, it is done. Sometimes you just have to keep repeating what God has promised and don't give up hope. Choose to trust God in his word, remembering that he is for you and not against you and that he is working all things after the counsel of his will. Don't let your doubt get in the way of what God wants to do in your life. We have to not let doubt creep in and get in the way from what God desires and what he is going to do in our life. And I think about Mark eleven twenty three, and it says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and it and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he, which he shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith, and believe that those things shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. That tells you right there, it says if you don't doubt, you can move a mountain. And in the Bible, a mountain is just referring to those circumstances in life that you just can't get over. What mountain in your life you need God to remove? What mountain in your life do you need God to take from you? Because the Bible says that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. We have to believe God, not doubt God. God is saying that he is greater than that situation. He's greater than every doubt that you have. And all you have to do is trust him and believe that he can remove it and he will remove it on your behalf. And then I think about in Romans 4, Verse 20 and 21, when it talks about Abraham. And it says that Abraham staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief. He was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able to perform. Abraham didn't doubt God. He believed, he trusted God, despite what this circumstance may look like. I believe you, God. I'm not going to doubt you, but I'm going to stand in your confidence, knowing that you are capable capable to do all things. And today, reach up your hands to heaven. And whatever is causing you to doubt what God has promised you, today is the day to release it. Today is the day to stand on the word of God and stand in confidence knowing that God is able to do what he said he was going to do. We have to get to a point that we are fully persuaded. I don't care what anybody is saying. I don't care what the test results are saying. We have to believe, being fully persuaded, 
that God is able to do what he has said he is going to do. And when we are fully persuaded, it leaves no room for doubt because we trust God, we believe God. And we know that he is going to come through for us. So today, I want you to not doubt God, but believe God and stand firm on his word, unwavered, unmoved, and know that he got your back. No matter what anybody is saying, know that God will come through and he will honor the very words that he has spoken over your life. Thank you today for listening. I hope that you will return back and listen to um, the next message as God gives it. I will give it to you. And I want to take this time today, and I never did this on the God and You podcast, but it's coming to me strongly to do it today. I want to take this time that if you don't know Jesus, and if God right now is calling you, And something in this message touch your heart and you feel the beckonings of God that he is calling you to accept him. I want to go through salvation with you today. I want to offer salvation to you today. Today is the day of salvation. So if you feel the call of God on your heart, just say with me that, Lord God, I come before you. I know that I am a sinner, but you make all things new, Lord God, and you forgive all my sins. So I ask for your forgiveness. I hear your calling and I hear your voice. And today I surrender to your voice. I surrender to your very presence. And I ask that right now that you enter into my life. And I believe with my full heart that you died for me. You died for my sins. You was buried. And on the third day, you rose again with all power and authority in your hands. And I believe every word that you have spoken over my life. And I thank you. This day that you have come to live and dwell in me. And I ask that you will continue to lead and direct and guide me this day. In 1 John 1, 9, it says, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. So I thank you that you are faithful and just to forgive me of all my sins and to cleanse me of all unrighteousness. And I believe that you are my God and I am your child. And I accept you as my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you pray that prayer today, I want to welcome you into the kingdom of God. And I want to encourage you today to pick up your word and to begin reading. And most of all, I want to leave this message with you today. Don't doubt God. Thank you for joining me on the Guiding You podcast.